In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed, because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello and welcome to Betches Brides. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Nicole Pellegrino. And we are back. Another week of wedding planning, another week of 2021. What are yes. you thinking? How are you doing? What's going on with your with your wedding? You know, I'm thinking and doing well. I um you know, not a lot of progress on my own end. I do have a fun update in my friend group. Um one of my best friends yesterday, not sure if you saw my Insta story about it. One of my best friends got engaged. She's also one of my bridesmaids. Um, so that's fun because I know how we've talked about in the past. I'm like one of the only people in my friend group who are engaged. So it's kind of just been me, you know, floundering about planning the wedding on my own with help from my bridesmaids. But now I have a good friend who also is engaged. I think that's so fun. Now you'll have someone to like commiserate with and she probably is so excited because she can ask you for advice. Um, no, that's definitely a thing. She's already starting. Yeah. She's already started. Sure. She's like, where do I put my ring when I take a shower? And I'm like, um, to a ring dish. I don't know. You'll get about eight of them because people get those as gifts. So yeah, it's kind of yeah. just fun to have that. That's great. I would say like that is definitely a benefit of being one of the later ones in your friend group to get married as I am, as most of my friends are already married. So I have like a ton of people to ask advice on. Mm-hmm. And it's great because like, been to so many of their weddings where like if I liked one person's like flowers I could be like oh where'd you get your you know like if I like like you can like pick certain aspects of the wedding to the weddings that you've already been to to ask for like specific advice about that kind of thing or if I like someone's wedding band I could say like you know how did you choose this or that um my other update was that I made my first appointment to go look for a wedding dress I haven't actually gone yet um but I wanted to share I mean like they so I'm going somewhere in the city and I reached out and like they only because of COVID they're only letting you bring one person which oh, um wow. which is interesting because I, I hadn't really heard seen any emails or anything about that I guess I don't know if that's just in New York or just in the city or something like that um so that was an interesting I think like COVID bridal issue not yeah. like an issue but I don't know. It just it's kind of like a little bit took the steam out of like the excitement of looking for a dress. Which, yeah, do you know what I mean? I feel like a lot of people we've had questions before that people are like, "Who do I bring to my dress appointments?" And we've had the scenarios where people invite all of their fr- all of their bridesmaids, all their friends, and it's just too stressful and too many opinions, and you don't end up mm-hmm. actually picking the perfect dress that you actually want because you have everyone else's opinions. Right. But one person is 
like my favorite dress appointments were when I had like my two best friends there or like my sister and my mom's two best friends, like, like a small group. One is like a lot for one person. (laughs) Yeah. I think, I think two people would be like fine. One person to me is like, it's a lot of pressure on that one person. Like, I feel like it's more fun to do it as like at least three. So I'm like a little annoyed about that. But like, obviously, I understand it. It's a safety issue. But I do think it like, I don't know why I wasn't like so pumped to like go. I think it's because I've been like home for so long that leaving my house for any reason seems like Mm -hmm. a big to do. So I think the wedding dress shopping thing just seems like I'm not that excited about it. But like. It's fun to look yeah. on Instagram, but I don't really want to like go out of my home and like I haven't been shop I haven't been like shopping in so yeah. long and it just seems like I wish I could like ease my way into shopping with like shopping for something a little bit less high stakes. Like my first yeah, in-store is purchase is going to be a fucking wedding dress and I don't know, I'm just <laughs> not just not feeling super motivated about it, but I made the appointment. I'm hoping that yeah. like once I go in and I like get in there and I start trying some shit on I'll feel like more excited about the whole thing also like am I wearing a mask oh yeah I assume I could take it off for like to see what it looks like without I don't know it's like I feel like the regulations around the trying on of the dress just it just make it a little less exciting than I think I would have been otherwise when when you think of wedding dress shopping, you think of your bridesmaids being there. You think of the the show Say Yes to the Dress, like champagne being involved. I'm sure they're not doing that because of COVID. Right. Like, so this is a downer. I'm sorry. That kind of sucks. I got my dress shopping in before, <laughs> but <laughs> that's no, that's but not, I, no, I get it. You know yeah. what? The bright side is you will be picking the dress that you want ultimately. Do you know who that one person that you're going to bring is yet? I haven't totally, but I just found out I can only bring one person. So I'm probably going to bring like my most fashion, my person whose fashion advice I would like, um, I most admire, I guess, or something. Sure. I I will go with you, Jordana. (laughs) That was very well-timed joke, Nicole. I like it. (laughs) As I'm wearing an ugly, frumpy sweatshirt. I mean, you always look great. I uh you even look you look like it that looks like I I feel like you have the kind of like style though that like every even when you're wearing like whatever you just picked up like it does seem like a choice it's impressive thank you wow thank you so much um my last question for you about your dresses are you going to the store that um Aileen and Sammy are obsessed with on Long Island or is it a store Um, in the city it's I'm starting with a store in the city because I don't have a car so I don't really feel like taking the huge like I might go there this is my first one so like I'm just going I'm gonna see like what I'm feeling and then um I'm gonna like take it from there but because it's in the city I think I'm just gonna because it's most convenient for me to get um to that one and then if I have a better idea I'm sure I'll I'm sure people look at multiple stores so I'm I'm sure I'll go there eventually my number one piece of advice is just try on everything like just and and they'll Isn't that ask like tiring, you, like yes, but I didn't. <laughs> I weirdly didn't get tired of it. I just like went to multiple stores. I I'm the type of person who really needs to like see all my options before I pick. I'm very indecisive, which is fun. Right. Um, so I made us go to so many stores, but it's because it's kind of tough because 
in most of the bridal salons, they'll ask you like, okay, what kind of style are you looking for? And you want to give them obviously some descriptors to help guide them. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. I liked, I was like, I don't know, like you kind of show me some stuff you think I would like and whatnot gave them a real challenge. So I think, um, but it was interesting just because like I ended up really loving some dresses that I would have never thought I would have liked. So oh, I'm interested cool. to see what you pick out. I'm interested too for myself to see what I pick. I really don't like shopping. I have to say I'm not like, <laughs> I don't love like trying shit on like in a store or like, I mean, I like like clothes. I would like, I, I think if I, you know what I'm like, if I, once I make like, a shit ton of money where I'm like that, you know, where you're like just paying mm-hmm. for shit that you don't need at all. Um, yeah, I think yeah. my first, then you'll like it. my first, no, I think my first service will be to get a personal shopper. So I don't have to do it. Like I like oh. having clothes that I like and like that fit me well and look good on me and are stylish, but I've never been like that into like fashion or style. So I, my right. first like outsourced thing will be a personal shopper to like dress me. So I don't have to think that about it. That would be amazing. Oh, <laughs> one day. One Until day. That day. I, have a, I have a friend um who's amazing at fashion. She has a Instagram account, girl on fifth. She's like really um Ooh. she always looks great. So I always have enlisted her for help with fashion choices. So I'll probably bring her. I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah, Definitely I'm excited to ask her. She'll she'll be great. Mm-hmm. Guys, if you haven't subscribed to our newsletter, you I don't know what you're doing. You better get on it. It's brides.co <laughs> slash brides newsletter. That's brides.co slash brides newsletter. And what can they find in the newsletter, Nicole? They can find inspiration, tips. We have hacks. There's literally a whole like wedding hacks you never knew you needed until now section. Uh, There's our merch. So you get the exclusive on when we're launching new brides merch in there. Subscribe, you guys. It really, it really has helped me. It's once a week, comes in your inbox on a nice Tuesday. Make it part of your routine. It's really helped remotivate me to plan my wedding because I don't know, it's fun little tricks. I think tomorrow's is all about like lighting for your wedding. So yeah. uh so yeah, That's definitely cool. subscribe. Bre- Betches.co slash brides newsletter. Yeah, you guys should get on that. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just $98 a month. You can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh Uh-oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code brides20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code brides20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code brides20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. 
let's start with our first email. Do you want to do you want to get started? Let's, let's jump in. I love this one because it's very timely. This one is like a time capsule. I can't wait to like listen to this episode in like 30 years and be like, I can't believe this was like a thing that people were talking about because it is so this year. So timely. <laughs> yeah. So 2020 slash 2021. And it is the one you show your kids just to explain what this year was like. Um, okay. So love the pod and all the advice you guys give and go Dukes, which I love because that's a f- fellow JMU person where I went to college. Oh, so. I was like, I don't know what the hell this person's talking about. <laughs> now I know. Okay. There we go. It's fellow James Madison. Woo. Okay. Question for you all. Do you think it will become a thing to kindly request that anyone coming to your wedding get a COVID vaccine before attending? It looks like widespread vaccination may be available by summer and for summer and fall brides hoping to keep their wedding date. It would be great to feel that guests are less at risk if everyone attending is vaccinated. If the vaccine is accessible to all by then, how would you word it to let people know you'd like them to get it before your wedding. I'm sure we will all have some, in my opinion, crazy people that are anti-COVID vaccine. And I want some advice on how to go about encouraging them to rethink this to make our day as safe as possible. Thanks and cheers to a better 2021. This is an interesting question. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a slip. It's a it's a tough one, right? Right, right. But- I'm not an expert on the vaccine. I'm not a scientist or a doctor, but like, I assume if you have the vaccine, does it matter if everyone around you doesn't have the vaccine? Like, are you still? I think with the vaccine, do not quote me on this people, but I think you have like a 90, you're like 95% protected or something. And there's still that X percent, 5%, let's say that you could still get the disease if you're exposed. So you're not like totally necessarily safe from getting, but I assume the more, okay. So she's saying like the more people who have the vaccine, the safer, even the people who have the vaccine Mm -hmm. are. That makes a lot more sense to me because I was kind of under the impression that it was like 99.9%. Like, so in which case, like if you want to risk it, like go for it. Yeah. So this email makes a lot more sense to me knowing the statistic that you said. And we're just going to go with Nicole is right. We're not. (laughs) It's only going to be audio recorded for everyone to hear and reference and uh, soundbite you on for uh, the next thing. Um, (laughs) It's going to be like, Nicole thinks she's a doctor. Like, no, I don't. But go on. Right. If this isn't true and you actually have better information about vaccine stats, uh, please email us. I'm sure your email will be rational and calm and normal. So (laughs) please email brides at betches.com with any pertinent information about vaccines. So (laughs) what would you say? What do you think is the the move here? So it's really interesting because I thought about this and I was like, you know what? I could see this. She asks in it, like, do you see this becoming... A common thing I I really do like you know how on wedding invitations people say like black tie attire please right I see it being like that like where people will maybe in the future say like please have the coats in some other wording than this but please have the COVID vaccine like and like she's saying like after summer and fall when everybody the general population is able to get the vaccine I think a lot of couples might start asking their guests to get it. My thing is, like, as a bride, I don't know if I would 
I might ask people, but I don't know if I would like go to the lengths of like requiring it of these people right. because if you are choosing to have a large, larger event, let's pretend like a hundred plus people and you know, it's safer now, you know, you're allowed, your state is letting you have that number of people, but there is still that risk of people being sick and potentially infecting other people. You, you're the one choosing to have the event. So I don't think you can really force everyone to get vaccinated. Right. You know, I agree with that. That's a good point. Like you're having your own sort of risky type situation. I also don't think like you can really enforce that. Like, what are you going to ask for proof? And then like have someone like have someone like like an ID, like someone someone scan the uh, the the vaccination records at the door to make sure that the person has been vaccinated. Like I have heard at events that in the future they might have you have like a vaccine card and you'll have to like bring it like 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 an ID, ID, like a yeah, like yeah. I mean, show your. I would almost prefer that because then it's like that's not on me. Like I, I'm like, you know what I mean? like mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, of course. Like no one under the age of 21 should be drinking at my wedding, but like I'm not gonna be the one fucking like IDing people. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> it's like yeah, like the government or like the whoever like is at the venue. Like if they're like tied to doing that, like great. I would love for like that to be right. their responsibility, but I'm not like gonna be going through that. You know what I mean? That's actually a really good point. Maybe just like put that if if you feel strongly about that, like put it on the venue. Uh, you could even like just tell your guests like, look, my venue, it's a mandate for my venue. You have to show proof of vaccine and like make your right. planner stand at the door. In fact, <laughs> I don't know. Or like, I, I don't know if I, I would just ask think for it's... proof because I think I think maybe what do you think about this? What if she like wrote on the like invitation, like we kindly ask people to get vaccinated and then it's kind of like people know and then i assume you would only be hearing from the people who were not planning on doing it in which case you could hear from those people directly and like i really don't think there's any way to like really again unless it's like government enforced or venue enforced i don't think there's any way for you to personally enforce it so i don't really see the Mm -hmm. point of like really going to those lengths but if you would like to like up the percent or decrease the chances that unvaccinated people are coming i would maybe put that at the bottom of the invitation we kindly ask for you to do this i assume if anyone is really anti it they'll be texting you or like messaging you and then you can deal with them on an individual basis and like decide if like to you it's worth having Mm -hmm. them there or not but i think that's like pretty much as far as you can go and i would also like wait to worry about this until like there is widespread vaccinations like and seeing Mm because everything is changing like like the timelines are changing so intensely like who knows like Will everyone be at that? Like, I would hope so. I, I personally obviously hope so. You hope so. But like, who knows? Mm-hmm. It might be like more of an issue for you. It might be less of an issue for you. I would like wait it out till we're a little closer to that point to like figure out how you really want to totally address that. If you're wondering this, like to her, if she's wondering this, she's not the first person to wonder this. And with the wedding stuff, it's kind of like we kind of like to look around and see what people are doing first in the industry and rest assured we will be sharing if if this whole like asking people to become vaccinated on the invitations for example if that 
uh, becomes a thing, then we will definitely be sharing on the Instagram like we do with the uninvitation language and stuff like that. But I agree with you. Like all in all, it's like you can ask your guests. You've got to trust that they will honor your requests. And, you know, if the the ones that don't want to, you kind of deal with them on a case by case basis. But right. um, I would kick this issue yeah. down the down the road for for when you have mm-hmm. more info. Because you can't really control it at this point. You don't have enough information. So right. let's do another one. And you know what, Nicole? It's time for Perfect Fit, brought to you by Generation Tux. Getting the perfect fit for your fiance and groomsmen can be overwhelming and for some, totally foreign. That's why Generation Tux makes it simple and painless. So you can do everything online from the comfort of your own home. And as a bride, we all know how hard it can be to get everything to fit your vision for the perfect wedding. So here's the perfect fit question of the week, brought to you by Generation Tux. Our perfect fit question is, can you fit two family weddings into one month? Should we should we get into this? Yeah? Let's get in. I love let's, a perfect fit. Let's do it. I'll read the email. <laughs> she writes, hey, Betches, love listening to this podcast. And today I'm writing in for some advice of my own. My fiance proposed to me a month before the pandemic began. So we never really had a chance to start wedding planning. But we knew we wanted an October wedding. We didn't want to have to cancel and reschedule, so we just decided to wait until things started to feel somewhat normal again. My fiance's family lives in California and my family's in Alabama, so it's been tricky to find a location that isn't too far for either of our families. Initially, I really wanted a California wedding, but recently my mom has told me that none of my family would come if we had it there. Shitty, I know, but most of them have never flown in their lives, and I guess it is a lot to ask, or is it? But it's taken us longer to choose a location because of this. We've toured several venues in Alabama for our October wedding, but now the only ones we like are booked for 2021 unless we have a Sunday wedding. To add to the stress, my brother just proposed to his girlfriend a week ago, and guess what month she decided to get married? October. My mom casually brought this up to me a day after they got engaged and said she's already chosen a date and a venue. I was shocked that my mom was being so nonchalant about it, and I reiterated that October was what my fiance and I have been planning for a year. But she just responded and said, well, she's actually making moves and you're not. And your brother is older, so he can get married whenever he wants. I'm so overwhelmed. And now all of a sudden, my wedding journey is starting to feel like the movie Bride Wars. I really don't want to blow this up and be dramatic, but I'm feeling so frustrated about everything wedding related now. What should I do? Just push my wedding back to 2022? Even if we pushed our wedding back a few months, that still seems stressful for our families. And my mom has said that family members wouldn't want to come to both weddings if we did that. Help. Thank you. Um, A lot to unpack here. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, I think that she has a right to be annoyed. I, I Like, this is all frustrating. And even just, again, being a bride right now, trying to plan anything, trying to plan for tomorrow right now is frustrating because we don't know. And, you know, we're still in a pandemonium um Mm. but (laughs) pandemic um I think that if with her like it is really she has had her heart set on October and I wouldn't really let like her brother and his her brother's new fiance move let her like let that derail her whole wedding plan if she really wants October of this year she should plan for that um yeah, just I pick really, a different... I don't understand why she can't just pick a different weekend in October. Well, because I think she's saying that 
it's like the whole family won't want to like go to two weddings that close together, especially if there's travel involved. Because she says she lives in California and her family is in Alabama. Her her fiance's family is in California and her family's in Alabama. But if her brother, it's her brother's wedding, so her brother, I assume, is doing it in Alabama, right? I mean, I don't her brother. I don't know if we know where well, her brother I'm is just having. She's saying that her it's, if it's in the her whole if it she's saying she's doing it by her family's state in Alabama, mm-hmm. then like they don't have to travel for her wedding. So for me, I'm like I don't understand why she just doesn't do a different weekend in October in Alabama because her family her fa- her side of the family is the only one to be affected, and they're doing it. They're planning on doing it in her side of the family's town. I kind of I mean. Yeah, I totally I understand it's totally frustrating. I get it, but I kind of feel her I understand to an extent her mom's point of like you got to like make a decision right. because like everyone else can't just like wait forever for you to like pick a date or make a decision or do what you want to do because everyone else has to like make their own plans. Right. And I don't think it's a slight to you and she's kind of like, "Well, like she picked she picked a venue, she picked a date and like what I would do. I I feel like she she kind of feels torn because she's either having she thinks she has to like do something to make everyone happy so her mom's like your family's not coming if you're doing it in california so she's like i want my family to be there but i want it Mm -hmm. and i'm trying to do it in alabama so they can be there but there's only the sunday date so i can't pick a date so it's like she's kind of like take i think she's taking too much into consideration which is like really stifling her from like right date and moving forward so i was like i i mean we say this a lot a lot of people have issues where like some people don't want to travel or some people don't want to do this or like i think you can say like what is the most important thing to you is it having it where you want to have it is it having it is is it having your family there or mm-hmm. or like i don't know if it's just like your immediate family or you're talking about your extended family like how important is it to have those people there who wouldn't come if they traveled versus like how important is it to you to have it where you want it on the Saturday, on like the day of the week that you want it in those places, you really got to prioritize so that you can actually make decisions. Cause I think when you, t- when you start taking into consideration so many different factors, You're never my brother's settle. getting, my brother's getting married this, well, I can't do it this month cause my brother's getting married this month and I can't do it um, in California cause my family won't travel. I can't do it. It's like, there's a lot mm-hmm. of things. Everyone's going to have an issue or some people are going to have an issue with whatever you choose, where, wherever right. it is, whenever it is. I'm sure your Cali- some of your fiance's family in California is not going to come to Alabama or won't be there. Like at the end of right. the day, you've got to like do what you can and like just accept the fact that some people will be disappointed and maybe some people will be disappointed that you get married in the same month as your brother. That's mm-hmm. on them. Like you, ev- you inevitably, you have to do what you do. And if it's something is meaningful to someone, they're going to figure out a way to go. To make it there. Exactly. I think I was going to say the same thing. Like you kind of, especially now more than ever, you have to be okay with some people not a like choosing not to come to your event, like because of the world we live in right now, or B just not being able to. And if they're like, oh, we're picking your brothers over yours, that sucks. But like you can't, it is so far out at this point. You just have to make your plans, do what your brother's fiance is doing and just like make your plans. Like you said, prioritize what's most important. Um, and I, I also would though for her be in close communication with my brother and his fiance and just be like, look, let's try to like coordinate this as best as possible. If you guys want to do October too, that's fine. But like, I also am. So let's try to pick dates far away from each other in October. And Mm -hmm. to her point about a Sunday, I was going to say like, 
girl, go ahead and do a Sunday because everybody's doing Sundays at this point. There's not a day like, right. I feel like a lot of people are doing that. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing. You kind of have to compromise in some places. You're never going to get like the ideal situation, which is perfect for everyone, which is like a Saturday wedding in the month that, or like maybe, right. maybe September is good or like November is good. Like you're never going to mm-hmm. get the exact situation that you want. And I think that like having this vision so tight it's kind of like stops kind of like uh suffocates you it doesn't let you like make actual decisions because you're too hung up on like pleasing right everyone so like i would try to let go a little bit on some aspects decide what those aspects of your wedding are that you feel like you can be more flexible with and then go from there and then i do understand like you do have to make a decision eventually. It's scary to make a decision. It's scary to pick something, especially when it's not like the perfect thing that you totally envision. But like life isn't perfect. It's never right. going to be perfect. Just like go with what you can and be flexible where you can. It's going to just as you know what I mean? Overall, those little aspects of it are not going to matter in the big picture. Right. This does go to show the early bird gets the worm, whatever that saying is, um, because I mean, it's, it shows like in wedding planning, just plan, choose your own dates, let people know that's the point of a save the date, let people know so that kind of like people have to work around your plans, your schedule. Cause I mean, now she's already stressed about her. her Right. But I get it. It's like, uh, if someone's not picking a date, like what is her brother's fiance supposed to do? Just like wait, Wait she like, she has a vision. She also wants to do a certain thing for her wedding. So it's like, there's no dates in your family. So as far as she knows, probably Mm -hmm. taken in October. So like, I don't say that's necessarily anything about her, but that's it for this week's perfect fit brought to you by generation tux generation tux specializes in online suit and tuxedo rentals delivered directly to your door with over 20 styles of suits and tuxedos and hundreds of accessory colors generation tux is everything your groom and groomsmen need to get the perfect fit they provide free at-home try-ons to make sure you're getting the best fit possible and their groomsmen manage management system ensures that your guys get fitted and order their garments on time you can try Generation Tux and their award-winning customer service for yourself by going to generationtux.com. Visit to build your look and get started today. That's G-E-N-E-R-A-T-I-O-N-T-U-X.com. All right. Well, next up we have, we're, we're going to be doing this thing once a week. A lot of you get married and then continue to listen and follow, which we love. So you have marriage problems and relationship advice. And Jordana just so happens to be a relationship expert because she hosts, has been hosting you up pod forever. Um, And, you know, I'm figuring it out as well. And I love to give my two cents about relationships. So for real, keep submitting emails about your marriage and relationship problems that you need advice on, because I think we're going to call this our new uh, happily ever after email segment. Yeah. Email them in bridesatbetches.com, bridesatbetches.com. We love relationship questions like that Mm -hmm. is like could talk about I mean I personally could talk about them all day if you want to hear me talk more about them even than just on this podcast for maybe people earlier in the dating game check up check out the you up podcast which I co-host with Jared Freed it's out every Wednesday and Sunday let's get into this week's email do you want to read it Nicole yes okay so I love this one the subject of it is is my husband a mama's boy 
My husband and I started dating almost three years ago, got engaged in 2018, and have now been married for just over a year. He is the love of my life and my soulmate and is all around the perfect match for me. There's just one small issue I'm wondering how to address with him before it snowballs. His mother... Ooh. Ooh, dun dun dun. <laughs> she is the sweetest woman, so caring and generous, and accepted me as one of her own kids. She has seven, whoa, wow. within five months or minutes of meeting me. Five minutes. Have, <laughs> five minutes. Wow. That's pretty quick. I have zero issues with her, and I love the relationship we have. My issue is the relationship she has with my husband. Me and my husband, let's call him Bruce, have (laughs) have discussed this issue before, and he acknowledged it once, but he seems to be very codependent with his mom. Let me elaborate. And this I love because honestly, like Mike is kind of like this, so I can relate. Okay. (laughs) Whenever he asks for advice or seeks guidance regarding an issue at work, which vacuum to buy, a recipe, et cetera, he will always call his mom first. I feel like I offer sound advice or solutions to certain situations, and he takes it with a grain of salt. He will then mention he talked to his mom about the same situation. He calls her every day, sometimes multiple times a day, and tell me the advice she gave, and it's pretty identical to mine, and it's like all of a sudden the problem is solved. I know guys don't really like receiving advice unless they ask for it, so I try to be a listening ear, but lately it's getting harder and harder to offer my help in a situation because I know Bruce won't listen to me. Also, when I am having a problem, he feels the need to share it with his mom, sometimes without my permission. For example, I've been going through some lady problems recently and have been in and out of doctor's appointments, etc. And his mom asked me how I was doing. I had no idea she knew about my problems, which are pretty personal. And as far as I knew, were just between my husband and I. Woo. We just bought a house and it's down the street from his parents. I'm confident that his mom won't come over when she pleases, but he has already given her the key to our new house and I st- and I still don't have one. <laughs> Am I being too sensitive? Does Bruce need to tone it back with his mama's boy attitude? Do I have the right to feel uncomfortable with feeling that sometimes my feelings come second so he can appease his mom? Help from mama's boy's confused wife. Wow. This is a serious case of, 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 of the mama's boy situation. Um, I think some of this stuff is okay. And some of this stuff is like weird. Like the first part that she writes about where like he's always asking her for advice and asking for things about like a vacuum and recipe, like fine, they're close. Like she can, I think like it's totally cool to get an opinion from your mom. If you trust and respect your mom and you want her opinion, you value her opinion. I do. I do think I agree with you on that. I do think the fact that he calls her so often for that kind of stuff, like I wouldn't want him calling every five seconds. Like when you need something about a vacuum, like just to break it down by parts like that part to me like it's kind of a turnoff almost I'd be like honey you're how old like can you do the research on the vacuum and it's fine I I do see what you're saying like it is fine that they're close you want your husband to be close to his mom that will I've heard many times many people have said like that will make him a good father one day to your children if you're planning on having kids like that you want him to have a good relationship to his mom but you don't want him always running to her for guidance well I would I would almost like separate the issue of his relationship with his mom 
because this isn't really about his mom. It's about his relationship with you because you're not saying mm -hmm. if, like you're saying he's taking her advice instead of yours. But the issue isn't that he's taking her advice. It's that he's not he doesn't seem to value or respect your opinion. And I think that is really the issue. Um, the issue here as it comes to as it as it pertains to the first part it's like his mom could be anyone it could be anyone in his life it could be a friend it could be whatever like whoever it is it's someone that you think that he's respecting more than you that who that whose whose thoughts and opinions you're feeling like he respect and i think that you I mean, always talk about like the symptom versus like the actual problem i think the root of the problem is that you feel that your husband mm -hmm. doesn't doesn't respect your thoughts and and your problem and your problem solving abilities and i think like if you're going to bring it to him i would bring it to him like that i would say like the next time that happens i think you could say like it makes me feel like you don't respect me when i when i present a solution to a problem and then you go and ask someone else and you seem to value their opinion more even if it seems like it's the same and like that's what it feels like to me like and is there a reason that you don't like trust me with these decisions or right. with that kind of thing you could say like even like you know even as we like become as we start to create a family like i want to make sure that like i'm valued as like a respected member of the family and i understand i love that you're so close to your mom and i love that you guys have this great um relationship and blah 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 all this nice thing stuff that you said to us in the beginning about the mom but you can say like but to me i need to i have my own needs and part of those needs are feeling like i am heard and respected in my family and so like that's what I would I would love I would love for you to recreate that kind of relationship where you have with your mom with me because I don't I, I believe that I'm bringing valuable things to the table too so I would start right. with that part right 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 and I think if you present it in that way it's not about bashing his mom or saying that like your advice is better than his mom's it's about you wanting your advice to be valued mm -hmm. the second part about um his her like his him telling his mom about like her issues and then buying a key Personal giving the stuff. key right giving the key to his mom instead of her okay i think the third part about giving the key to his mom that's another thing that's sort of like indicative of the first part too you could say like this is our house together like like right. how do you think it makes me feel when like someone else in our family is getting the keys to the house it's like not even like metaphorical anymore it's like literally like you are showing like your value for someone else over me. And I'm like the person who's like, I'm your partner. I'm like, we're the person who's like going through this thing with you. And to me, it's about like, I want to make sure that like you're, you're respecting me in the same way that you would respect your mother or anyone else in your life. Because like, to me, it's, it seems a little disrespectful to get a, a key to someone else besides me before I get the key. So I think that part and the first part, are really like in line and I think it's important for you guys to talk about the real issue again which is like your perceived or actual the respect that your husband's giving you because to me it seems right. a little disrespectful to do that right and I would say to the first part to and for the key thing it's like you've got to think like together like what's what's his questions and issues are also yours and I would kind of explain that to him like look when you when when you're confused on which vacuum to buy that's for our house like let's figure this out together like kind of make kind of like bring his problems on with you as part of yours too because that'll make that'll kind of make him see that you guys both need to like solve them together by like talking to each other by doing your research together versus just like him running to his mom to ask and yeah with the key thing I think just like you said it's like just 
tell him like, this is our house together. We are husband and wife. Like I would really love to have a key before we start doling out copies. Right. It's to be like you and I have the keys and then we decide collectively like who gets it because like this is our, this is about us. Like the team is like you and I, the team isn't like you and your mom or the team isn't just you. The team is like, like we've decided to be with each other, you know, to spend our lives together. And part of like the agreement to do that is respecting, respecting Mm -hmm. each other enough and thinking of each other as equals. And like, this is like a symbolic gesture to me, which actually hurt my feelings a lot because I felt like you, the person you wanted to give that, have that moment to where you're giving the key to them is like, was not me. And then for the part where like his, she's telling his mom about your personal issues. I don't think that was probably done in any sort of malicious way, but I do think this is a great way to like express your boundaries Mm -hmm. and what you expect in a relationship. So I would just say to him like, Hey, like the stuff that is going on, like with me, like my, with my health concerns and my like, lady issues I don't know what she's talking about like that's like a personal thing that I would like prefer to stay to stay between us like if it helps like I can tell you when things that were things I can explicitly say if things are like are just between the two of us but like I would say any sort of like interpersonal stuff or stuff that it seems like it would be in confidence like I would like run it by me if you really want if you're not sure but in general like I prefer to keep those things my private personal business that I don't necessarily want everyone to know and I get that you're close with your mom and she's part of the family but like for me I would just prefer there's some things that stay between you and I, you and I because like I'm kind of private about those things. Yeah. And I think, like you said, it's okay for her. when you set boundaries with people. My therapist told me this recently, actually, you, you have to keep kind of nicely reinforcing those boundaries and nicely bringing them up again. So like you said, when she, when she does, when if there's another moment that they share and she doesn't want that being shared with his mom or any other family members, I think she totally has the right to say to him, like, Hey, look, if, if you don't mind, please just keep this between us. It's personal. Yeah. And hopefully Bruce in this scenario will honor that because, you know, he's, he's her husband. Right. Um, and totally. And I think if you, like you, like you said very nicely, like if you do that enough times, I think people then begin to understand like that you won't have to ask them every time. They'll just know right. that that's something that you would want personally. But in the beginning, I don't think it's an issue if you're like, by the way, like, please don't share this with anyone because like, right. I prefer not to not for people to not know about it. The thing with this whole subject of being a mama's boy, we've got to keep in mind, like he didn't just magically like get like this. I mean, not, I don't want to say unfortunately, because this whole thing is kind of like a good problem to have. Again, you want a guy who's going to be close with his mother. That means like he's compassionate. He, you know, you'd rather have that than a guy who like hates his mom and like is mean to his mom. You know, you don't want that as much. Every scenario is different, but still, this is like a an okay problem to have. However, I think like all in all, he was raised like this. He was kind of raised to like depend on his mother, whether she meant raise him like that or not. Um, I just think it's going to take a lot of like reinforcing like this is our relationship like we can do this without the help of my parents or your parents like not to make it about me but truly like Mike and his mom are very very close and I think he does like depend on his mom stuff a lot which is fine I'm like your mom's an amazing cook and loves sharing her recipes like call her for a recipe please but like if if I ever find that like 
I'll, I'll kind of just say to him nicely, like, Mike, come on, like we can do this on our own. We don't need to call your mom. And she's always glad to help, but I'm like, we can do this. We're adults. So, and I think there are certain things that you can let go that are like harmless, like the recipe thing. It seems like not a huge deal, but if it's like, oh, we're deciding which house to buy, or if we're deciding to like, whether or not we should have another child, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, that should be like coming from the two of you. Like that's not someone else's decision to make unless you both are clear that you want someone else's like input on it. I think those are, there's certain decisions where it's like, okay, mom is a really good cook. Like let's ask her versus like, Mm -hmm. you know, who's in this family, the key decision makers, and it should be like me and you. Right. Right. And on the flip side of that, some, you know, if you're ever feeling stressed out, leverage the mom's help. That's what I do with Mike's mom. I'll be like, your mom will help us with this. Like, great. She can do it. I mean, it's, it's, it can be a, it can be a plus. For sure. I would try to like lean into the positive aspects of it and just like set your boundaries. And again, like address the real issue, Mm -hmm. which again, I think is like making sure that you feel valued and respected in your relationship, not making it about the mom. Because I think, again, like the mom could be anyone. It's just about making sure that he's listening to you. And I think that's its own separate thing. Okay. Well, if you guys have any other relationship-based marriage questions, please email them, bridesatbedges.com. Should we play a little Runaway Bride real quick? All right. So Runaway Bride, the game is... Pretend that you're about to walk down the aisle to the altar. You're about to marry the love of your life. You've planned this beautiful wedding. And then all of a sudden he or she tells you this. What do you do? Do you stay or do you run away? Hence the name Runaway Bride. So the first one is, and this is kind of relevant because we've talked the email about this we just this did. episode. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They tell you their parents bought you a house, dot, 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 right next door. Um, Listen, someone's buying me a house. That's good news. I can always sell it. I'm just happy to have the house bought. We can figure out the boundaries um, a bit later. But like, I think generally like I'm not not marrying someone because they bought me a house. Although obviously I would like to be involved in decision making, but we can discuss that later. Right. That's a big purchase for them to just like buy you. But honestly, like amazing. Buy me a house. I'm glad to take it. It's funny because like in the office, you remember like Jim buys that his parents house for Pam. Oh, yeah. She's like thrilled. But I could totally see a world in which she's like, I don't know if I like want your parents house. Yeah. Yeah. It's like she's like, you bought us a house. Like I could totally I don't think it would be crazy if she was like a little pissed off about that. But in the show, she's happy. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. They want to sell your house and live out of a van and travel the country. That's a thing, apparently. Van life. It's a big thing. Yeah. It's like <laughs> the guy from The Bachelor, Dean. Yes. Yes. That's who I was thinking of. Um, they want to, I mean, I'd be like, uh, I would just be like, what? Like, can we talk about this? I'd be like, we got to talk logistics. Are we quitting right. our jobs? Are we keeping them? Uh, who are we going to, what are we going to do with the money? Like, I would just be this? like, not now. Okay. Yeah. Like, we'll talk about this later. Like, <laughs> you're being annoying. I appreciate the adventure, the adventurous part, because that's something I'm always trying to get Mike to do. I'm always like, we need to be more adventurous. So I would be like, I appreciate this, just not now. I, I mean, would still stay, though, I think. 
here's the thing. It's like they want to start. If I, I would know that I would be very shocked if I was marrying someone that I didn't know had sort of an inkling of wanting to do that anyway. Like Mike would never do that. But like, I think if I were married, like, so that would be very surprising. But if I, I feel like you would know if someone was the type to like have that as an idea. So you'd probably be more okay with that. Right. Um, right. And if they weren't and they suddenly asked, you'd be like, what's wrong with you? Like, I'd be like, who are you? Yeah. (laughs) That's the whole thing. It'd be like, who are you and why now? Yeah. Um, but I think the third one you wrote for Runaway Bride is like the best one because this is the most realistic to me. Like, yeah, this is like this is a possibility. And this one's like really annoying. So he tells you he doesn't like your wedding dress. I'd be so mad. I would just be like, why the fuck are you telling me this now slash like ever? Right. Rule, if any men are listening or any, you know, or women, whatever. If anybody's listening, never tell your bride at all even after her wedding day just don't tell her that you don't right. like her dress you That's do the first look you're yeah. tearfully turning around and he's like eh. <laughs> i don't know if i like it <laughs> i'd freak out i'd probably run away i'd probably run away it'd probably be someone with like very little emotional intelligence because that would be like a very right. like not um sensitive thing to say to any bride on her wedding day let alone right. your bride um so I would just, I would take that as a sign that they were very like insensitive, which I would hope I would know about them before we were right. walking down the aisle. But I would still, I would still walk down, but I would be like very, I'd be like, be very frustrated. Yeah. That's like, I, I that's like you said, it's indicative of them like having a deeper problem because they don't have the common sense and decency right. to like... I to choose the words carefully. Right, right. I'd be like, you need psychological help. Honestly, I would be annoyed if I didn't feel like they were ups- like they loved it. Do you know if they didn't if they didn't get enough yeah. like, enough enthusiasm? I think I would I would even be annoyed about that if I was like, you don't seem that into it. Mm-hmm. But if them they told me straight it? up they yeah. didn't, I'd be like very annoyed. Oh, I told Mike he better he he never cries like doesn't show emotion that easily. I'm like you better cry when you first see me. You better muster up the tears you somehow. Weep. <laughs> right. I'm ex- <laughs> this yeah. is not an option. Yeah. Right. Take it or leave it. Cry or I'm done. <laughs> no. Exactly. Um yeah, I don't know. I'd probably run away. You'd stay though. I'd stay. <laughs> I'd be like all right. I- what I, i'd just be like i'm not taking this off now for like the i'm wearing it yeah. the whole honeymoon jokes on you yeah <laughs> um that's our episode oh. that was a good one we covered a lot of ground yeah that was a great one guys keep submitting give us a five stars a nice review would be great um you know just dm us on social let us know how you're feeling there's a lot of touch points where you can reach us so Keep it up. Oh, and email us, brides at betches.com. That's most important. Awesome. All right. We will see you next week. Till death do us part. Betches.